Welcome to Queens of Econ. You're here today with Carly, Carly Alex, and Natalie. We're breaking down all you need to know about public economics and giving you the context on why they matter. There are now 14 states who have educational voucher programs. Today we'll be getting into what these voucher programs are, how they benefit our educational system, and how they also might hurt it. We'll hear from some special guests who join us today at Queens of Econ. We're here to make you a smarter citizen every day. The main topic of today is educational vouchers. Educational vouchers are a fixed amount of money given by the government to families with school-aged children who can spend it at any type of school, public or private. The funding is usually for a particular year, term, or semester. As of now, educational vouchers have only been implemented in 14 states. These states, plus D.C., include Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Maine, Mississippi, North Carolina, Ohio, Oklahoma, Utah, Vermont, and Wisconsin. The first voucher experiment began in 1990 in the city of Milwaukee, where tuition subsidies of up to 2,500 were offered to low-income families. Yet the origin of, modern, of the modern voucher movement can be traced to Milton Freeman's defense of parental choice and the role of the government in education from 1955. Friedman promoted vouchers as a way to spark competition, improve the efficiency of public school systems, and improve the actual performance of schools. Now in the 21st century, a debate persists about whether the threat of losing students to other districts or to private schools induces public schools to operate more efficiently. Some say vouchers rescue students trapped in failing public schools, while still others suggest that vouchers are, are a civil rights issue, extending educational opportunities to predominantly poor minority and urban residents. Today, we dive deeper into this debate and discuss the pros and cons of these voucher systems. First, we will discuss the views of people who support these voucher systems. Vouchers provide school choice. This means that parents who value education more highly can send their children to private schools. It allows low-income students the ability to receive a better education. Furthermore, people find that the availability of vouchers drives more competition, improving the overall quality and efficiency of education. One state that has seen tremendous gains with the voucher system is Ohio, where the voucher program was enacted in 2005 and launched in 2006. We brought in a teacher from Ohio who has seen the positive impact of the voucher system in education. Have you seen improvements in the educational system since the implementation of the voucher system? Yes. Hathaway Brown has a robust financial aid program. It allows students who can never afford tuition here to attend the school. Ohio has some really struggling public schools, and the voucher program gives opportunities to escape this. How does the use of vouchers affect students' academic performance? In my view, students who receive these benefits perform at their, higher, their highest level, motivated and sincere about learning. How does school choice affect public school students? This can be a problem. Sometimes we call it the brain drain or poaching. Taking the brightest kids out of a public school does not help that particular institution. Does school choice make school segregation better or worse? This is a really difficult question. I would say both. School choice integrates those of ability, and this integration can be socioeconomic, racial, or a range of other things. At the same time, school choice does not necessarily improve integration for those not participating in the program. Has there been increased competition amongst public schools in your area with the implementation of vouchers? I'm not sure about this, but my guess would be yes. I hope this helps. We'd like to thank Ms. Prepara, the teacher from Ohio, for giving us her insights on vouchers, voucher programs and their benefits. We'd like to thank you for listening to our podcast 
this far as we shift to the other side of the debate. There are a number of arguments that can be made against using educational vouchers as a means to improve the quality of education in the United States. First, vouchers may lead to excessive school specializations. Arguments in favor of public financing of education relate to the externalities that result from having a common education program such as reduced crime, a greater productive workforce, and shared values. However, vouchers threaten to undercut the benefits of a common program. A second argument is that vouchers may increase school segregation. It is possible that vouchers may motivate parents to move to higher quality private schools, while children of disinterested or uninformed parents end up in low quality public schools. As the motivated and high-skilled students flee poor quality public schools for higher quality private schools, the students left behind will be in groups that are of lower motivation and skill. Thirdly, private schools have the ability to deny certain students entry into their school, whereas public schools accept all types of students. This leads to special education students not being accommodated in higher quality schools and therefore receiving a lower quality education. To help us dive further into this side of the debate, we have insights from Professor Stern, the department chair of the educational department at Colgate University. He specializes in research of educational vouchers and has kindly given us time today to discuss some of his findings. Overall, that school voucher programs improve student learning? Um, no, and data supports that. Mm -hmm. um, there's very little data that would be able to suggest with any kind of clarity that um, voucher programs increase um, scholastic achievement um, among students that utilize it. Um, I imagine that, that some research could. Um, look, I, I mean, when I talk about research here, it's, it's complicated because mm -hmm. um, a lot of the people who do research on vouchers are people who believe that vouchers are good. Yeah. And so the way that they frame their questions and the way that they control for variables, there might be research out there that suggests that vouchers work. However, I think that that is research that would need to be held up to scrutiny. Mm -hmm. He then continued discussing the type of people who may utilize these vouchers. What's also difficult about this is that it might be the case that some students who utilize vouchers might do well in school, mm -hmm. yeah, but you have no idea how well they would do otherwise mm -hmm. because the kind of people who, like the demographics of people who take advantage of vouchers, even though they might be from a similar class background, they're oftentimes more better off than other people in that similar background. Yeah, that um, so the research does not support the idea that vouchers mm -hmm. improve student achievement. It's okay. a, very, be a very difficult thing to, to mm -hmm. sort of, sort of suggest mm -hmm. so do you think it makes schools more competitive i guess because like they have people have more choices no, no i don't think that at all i mm -hmm. think that um i um the metaphor of the market does not work in relationship to education um mostly because a lot of people like everyone can't use vouchers Right. Yeah. Like it's not a free market. Mm -hmm. And those people who do end up being able to use vouchers again, like um, 
the idea is that you could leave the public school system and somehow that would put pressure on the public school system to do better and do more. Mm-hmm. But there's no money to do any better or any more with the public school system. So it, the, the metaphor of the market doesn't work. The idea of mm-hmm. competition doesn't work. It's publicly useful because um, people believe that that's how things should work. Because people mm-hmm. believe that the educational realm should function in a similar way as, as the private sphere. Mm-hmm. It was interesting to hear from Professor Stern, who believes that vouchers do not make schools more competitive. We continue to discuss reasons as to why only certain states have implemented these programs. And after hearing his opinions, I decided to ask him if he felt vouchers had any pros at all. From my perspective, Mm -hmm. which is thinking about the relationship between democracy and education, um, thinking about it theoretically, I think that voucher programs do a disservice to um, allowing us as a nation to think about the real reasons why there's so much educational inequity mm-hmm. in this country. Right? Yeah. So voucher programs allow you to think that if you just change schools, you'll do better, rather than thinking about the deep-seated ways that racism, white supremacy, class, ableness, mm-hmm. all have created the conditions under which our schools don't um, serve all students equally. Mm-hmm. So plans like vouchers get you to not think about that, right? Instead, yeah. what they do is like, if we just had more schools and people had options about where to go, then you could go. So from an academic, sort of intellectual, political perspective, I think that vouchers programs are a detriment to society. Is the gap of in education inequality more or less? Because I know not everyone, even if like your state offers it, I know like sometimes certain kids can't actually even use them. Yeah, and you know, private schools can, unlike a public school, a private school can say, we don't want this kid. Yeah. Or a par- private school can easily kick a kid out. Um, so who is actually taking advantage of these voucher programs should be like one kind of clear question. When you begin to sort of compare um, schools where kids are using vouchers to go to and traditional public schools, they're not similar demographics. Mm-hmm. They're not the same population of kid. Yeah. Um, so the comparison is fraught from the mm-hmm. beginning. No, I, I don't think voucher program. I don't think voucher programs do anything. They don't help or I don't think they do a disservice to... Okay, I lied. They certainly don't help um, minimize... Um, the the resource gap, right? The achievement yeah. gap, what people call the achievement gap. What they do do, they might exacerbate it because money that would have been in the public system is now being transferred out of the public system and into the public, the private sector. Mm-hmm. So you're draining traditional public schools of funding that is non-existent to begin with in a lot of the kinds of places where people are taking advantage of vouchers. Yeah. He also felt that the reason states have been implementing these programs is because of a paternalistic view. People actually care. You know, there's like a totally paternalistic Mm -hmm. kind of discourse, but it just stops us from really looking at the real issues, which Mm -hmm. are entrenched white supremacy, like utter inequity and classism, um, the ways in which that schools have always been used as an apparatus of the state to condition a perpetual underclass to keep working class people working class so they never get any ideas about moving up. You know what I mean? Like it's Yeah. 
Professor Stern brought a lot of interesting points to our discussion. We'd like to thank him for joining us today to share his knowledge and perspective on educational vouchers. Today, we dove into the discussion of educational vouchers and had the chance to hear from two people on opposite sides of the spectrum. A teacher from a state with the voucher program found vouchers to be incredibly positive. Meanwhile, a professor who specializes in researching the impacts of vouchers found and believes that they do very little to help our public education system. With the two sides agreeing on very little, it will be interesting to see how the use of educational vouchers changes over the next few years. With the upcoming election in 2020, we will get to see how candidates plan to improve our public education system and if that involves the use of vouchers. That's all for today. Thank you for joining us. Stay in school, kids. We dedicate this podcast to Professor Ludwinski, Queens of Econ out.